apology I'm honestly a problem with the population probably Getting high before the sunrise <laughs> I don't mind but would you just try to keep the windows in the front blind hey. I go back and forth What's a ladder nice. for? I climbed up to the bottom New tune Tuesday on Thursday I feel so mad it's wrong My mama call it asking if you know, I'm hungry like for a sandwich um, I'm a savage I just when that sound went off, like on the song, everyone's like checking their phone, like, what the heck? Is that ringtone on my phone? <laughs> yes, sir, everybody. That is our buddy Adam Cruz with Preview, former guest of the Beta Report. Yes, yes. Back. Yeah, in fact, uh, I think uh, our boys, the Cruz boys, the Cruz brothers, man. Yeah, Justin here, and Adam, uh, back when they were, what were they called before? Alien Mindset? No, no, the, the, yeah, but their individual names. Oh, Sage and Reason? Sage and Reason. Yeah, I know. Dude. You guys can look for... It's an older episode. They were on it. Um, apparently, we also had like a mini episode, but for some reason, it got lost or something. Yeah, like, some, well, yeah know, it got... Find it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like uh, editing it, and then somehow, like, it just got... Magically... It just got, got deleted. I mean, wiped out or uh, lost, lost somehow, somehow on, yeah. his, uh, on his hard drive. Or, like I don't know. It was weird. It was... It was something really strange happened very, there. Very strange. Um, yeah. But I don't know what uh, it was. the song playing right now is from Adam Cruz. Uh, it's on his EP called Firstborn. This song's called Role Models Wanted. And yeah, you guys can look him up. If you guys look him up on Spotify, if you type in Adam Cruz, there's actually another guy named Adam Cruz. So don't go to that guy. Yeah. <laughs> go to the uh, one. He's got like a white t-shirt. Just see his picture on there. So. Yeah. If you guys, uh, if you guys follow us on Instagram, uh, we put this up last week uh, as our because we didn't have an episode, uh, but we just wanted to make sure and get this uh, to you guys on an official episode so more people can hear it. But um, we'll definitely be linking him up to um, this episode so you guys can check him out. Uh, he's on Spotify uh, and it's dope. That's our boy. That's our boy, man, and uh, it's called Firstborn. And uh, with that said, let's talk about <laughs> called Firstborn. Firstborn. Let's talk about something that may have been reborn. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm talking about. Take a deep breath there. Dude, Gulp it up. I need some water. Mm-hmm. Jay, what am I talking about? <sighs> well, you might be talking about a little something we like to call. Yawn of the Dead. What? Because The Walking Dead is over. Done, people. Jump ship. Get out <coughs> if you haven't already. Because uh, this fan base has been. Well, apparently, a lot of people have gotten out. So, definitely, a yep. lot of people left. But I'm here to tell you. But is this going the way of the zombie? Is the it has popularity been, of The Walking Dead rising from the grave. <gasps> it has been reanimated. Oh. And I'm here to tell you otherwise, dude. Actually, I think there's a resurgence of The Walking Dead. Mm. Oh, really? Tell me more. Dude, it's actually good again. So let's go back. Look, The Walking Dead obviously lost a lot of viewers. It got really redundant with the whole... Um, War with Negan. Mm-hmm. It, it got I mean, to it's a true, point but where what Una was saying earlier today, it's kind of hard to maintain the interest of an audience when the premise uh, for the last seven years or whatever has been, you know, basically survive, go to a new place, fight those people, and then just like rinse, ro- win- rinse, wash, repeat. Like it's basically the same type of story <clears throat> over and over again. 
how true that might i mean that might actually be the way it would be when a zombie apocalypse comes where it's like the true threat you know is just the people inhabiting oh, the yeah they're humans um, I think but what, it's just hard to keep like yeah, viewership i think with that same part of the idea. reason that they had why it was so popular at the beginning was the the different characters the situations they found right. themselves in but then <clears throat> when with the whole negan storyline in fact everybody was waiting for Negan because mm-hmm. that's like one of the most beloved parts of the actual comic book is the whole Negan storyline. And uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, I mean, he was, he's amazing yeah, dude. as Negan. But the problem became, I, I think for me personally, the problem became where they were, they were, you know, figuratively speaking, beating us over the head with their, uh, Storylines, mm-hmm, which could have mm-hmm, been just mm-hmm. well played, yeah, well played. Um, and it was the misery was like nonstop, man. It was just too much. It was just too much. I, I don't. I didn't want to watch. I didn't want to sit down for an hour and watch something so depressing for like a whole season long. And I think they played. They overplayed their hand in that, and it was just way too long for anything that to happen. Um, the last thing you want to do is see your heroes be <clears throat> just, you know, constantly, constantly facing misery and stuff like that. And that's what happened. And it yeah. just got to the point where I just didn't want to see it. Me personally, I just didn't want to see it anymore. Mm-hmm. Just, just, I, I don't want to be depressed. I don't want to yeah. be like, oh, that sucks for them. And I guess it's like almost like a good case study on viewership or whatever, or like fandom, I guess, where like sure uh we want to see our heroes face some type of adversity and we want to see them be pitted against someone who is on equal footing or is like uh a, like a um um like a like a, a worthy adversary uh like negan was but i feel like you said it was i think pushed over the edge I, I, there was no small victories there weren't any like it was always just kind of like yeah like it's hard to just sit there week after week without any glimpse of hope you know like there wasn't uh at any point like you're just and and props to and we've said this before props to jeffrey dean morgan as negan like he just killed it dude he owned it as as negan and uh you know was like beyond formidable uh but i think like just the way that they handled rick where they kind of put him in a place where he was he was he was kind of like our north star he was our compass who kind of led us throughout but they didn't you know, they kind of put him in a place where he was almost like yielded useless, but they didn't give us anyone else that we can kind of hang on to or put our, uh, our hopes in as viewers. So I feel like it kind of, uh, yeah, like it, it beat us down a little bit too much to the point where it was like, it was just hard to watch and, and you really didn't have, anything really to look forward to anymore you know yeah, like, no, it was it was just uh depressing depressing mm-hmm. so fast forward season nine you know this is where, where we're at now and <clears throat> before the season began they had announced already that this was uh andrew Lincoln's final episodes as rick grimes mm-hmm. he was gonna leave the show and so everybody was like how is this gonna work i mean rick grimes is the main character of the whole show he's the anchor right yeah how can the show continue without him and that was a big question, and they 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 were going to continue, and so I started watching it. So I was like, you know what, it's going to be a momentous uh, um, occasion or momentous um, episode when mm-hmm. he finally leaves. So I'm going to start watching it, 
and from the beginning of season nine, dude, these episodes have actually been really, really good. Like Where a, there's a, an, a return to form. A return to form, man. There's there's an actual there's actual stakes here as opposed to be back then when we with Negan, like you were lost already. So there were no stakes because yeah. was you were you were beaten already. And in this case, there's actual um story here where look can they make society live you know can, can they make remake society you know and so you you have uh, uh some new colonies you have some new people some um this new storyline it was actually really well done and, and so these last episodes have been good and then they showed and then they the last night um or this past sunday was the not last night this past sunday mm-hmm. was the episode in question regarding rick grimes and him leaving the show. And I'm not kidding you. I'm telling you, they've, they've injected some new life into it. Like, it so is, you- it is the, okay, it's just quick, real quick right now. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I don't have an actual sound uh, effect for it. <clears throat> but, would you the minion one? Me, no, me, no. Um, so, the the assumption was Rick Grimes is is how are they gonna kill off Rick Grimes? Yeah. And the episode itself was sort of a callback to a lot of memories, callbacks to, to different people. Mm-hmm. It was weird that there were certain people that they didn't call back, but maybe because they've been dead for a while already, but like his wife doesn't come up. Yeah. But then you have Shane, which was obviously one of the best things ever, right? Having Make a uh, decision, Rick! Having Shane back in the in the and they and and spoiler alert again, they sort of confirmed that Judith Grimes is not Rick's daughter; it's actually <gasps> Shane's. So <clears throat> I know, crazy, right? What they bring back now? This part, dude, was a gut punch, man. They bring back Herschel. Now the actor, um, what's his name? Sam Wilson? No, it's something. I forget what his name is. Yeah, Herschel. Um, Yes, Herschel, the actor. Uh, I can't remember his name. Um, he actually passed away a month ago. What? He no just way. Passed away. Yeah. Oh, and so they filmed his spot before. Obviously, he passed mm-hmm. away. And so it was kind of weird to see him and, and to see that this character, this actor, is, is gone. Already. Yeah, for sure. And uh, so, um, what else? Well, I guess I'm kind of leaving something out. Well, so Rick Grimes gets gravely injured, mm-hmm. and uh, there's a huge zombie herd. And he keeps kind of passing out. And every time he passes out, he sees the memory uh, or sees visions of these people of his past, you know, and pushing him along. And so it's kind of comical. You think he's got like 20 chances that he should be dead, but he's still alive. Yeah. And it turns out that at the end. Well, that's Rick Grimes. He just doesn't give up. Well, it turns out he's not dead and he doesn't die. What? Yeah. So so there's a big story behind that. You can go, go, go. you can go check it out and see exactly what's going on in mm-hmm. there. But what they announced after the episode was that their AMC is making three movies, um, three Walking Dead movies with uh, Rick Grimes. So he's what? doing three other movies with Rick Grimes. So it looks like it'll be during, you know, this period where he's away from the group. So it's 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 it was crazy. It's worth watching. It, it, that you know. It kind of throws you for a loop and stuff. And then when you see at the end of the episode, they actually flash forward six years, and now you have Judith, Judith Grimes uh, 
older now. She's about like nine years old now, eight nine years old. So, dude, it's that's crazy. It's it's pretty dope, dude. I think it's pretty it's pretty cool that they're doing something to shake things up. Yeah, and I think it might work. Dude, I think I'm glad it might that, work. I'm glad that they finally allowed her to grow up because I feel like they were forcing that baby to stay a baby for like for like ten years. Yeah, for like twenty years, dude. That baby was like not aging at all. So it's like I wonder if like the zombie gene is like not allowing kids to grow because. That baby was like seriously a baby for like at least twenty years, dude. Like from for when sure. this freaking season started, that baby was already born, all the way to like where they're at now. So I'm glad that they finally made her into a actual girl. I know, or a toddler. No, not even a toddler. Not it was a like toddler. A, a child. Yeah. Um. So I think it's actually back, dude. I think, you know, I think. The, the person who's been running the show, because um, Scott Gimple, who used to run it, is now like in charge of the whole Walking Dead franchise. Because there's other stuff they're going to do. Like, possibly maybe other spinoffs. Who knows? It's It just seems like they have this whole universe planned around The Walking Dead. Hmm. So it'll be interesting to see how they're going to do that. I'll, I'm interested to see how they're going to do these movies. They're not going to be in the theaters. It's going to be actually on AMC. So. Oh, okay. See, yeah. I, thought that, I thought they were going to do like full-on... Like feature length films in a theater, like the Walking Dead movies. Yeah, no, no. Um, yeah, it's going to be all in AMC. Huh. And it's a trilogy of movies. So Crazy. I think um, it's going to be interesting to see how, how they carry on that story. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's yeah, it, 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 I do agree with Uno about the fact that how much more can you continue with that type of story? But I think... Basically the same premise over and over But they change people now. I think it'll be interesting to see, you know, um, six years later. How, and they how got the dude from the, uh, Balls of Fury, uh, Fantastic Beasts. Dan Fogler. Yeah, dude. Yeah, man. Um, he's, yeah. Uh, he's great, dude, in everything that he does. So I'm glad to see him uh, be a part of this universe. So I think, if anything, I'm looking forward to seeing him in that but I don't know dude I feel like can, can I just really back up really quick you mentioned this movie you just kind of like just said it like whatever but uh, you need to talk a little bit more about uh, Balls of Fire that Balls of Fury Balls of Fury yeah Sorry. dude Balls of Fury which is a probably the best ping and pong probably movie? only movie <laughs> yeah. about ping pong yeah dude ever made so <laughs> check it out this movie has freaking Christopher Walken in it dude as Christopher Walken is as the, villain. the villain, just just and probably it up, dude. the again, the best and greatest and probably only ping pong duo, uh, uh, duel you'll ever see. Yeah, dude, it's so, amazing. Yeah, like they even have like a like a uh, Bond esque type of like you know they have uh, that that uh, electric pad thing or armor or whatever strapped to themselves so anytime that they like miss a ball they get zapped it's not like it's crazy dude it's some like wild stuff but uh, uh, if you guys get a chance to watch that movie I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix so, so the movie um, if you haven't noticed the movie is actually pretty bad but it's so bad it's good it's one of those it's all the way around where it's good it's one of those anyways and it has Maggie Q in it so, so totally worth watching just saying just just saying just same. Same. But um just going back to The Walking Dead, um, so would you say that uh with the inclusion of these new characters, or actually I guess we should say the exclusion of Rick Grimes, would you think that that is enough to 
pull people back in? So do you think it would be like contrary to what we say, like, oh, you know, this actor can pull people into the theater. Do you think now that he's out of the show that um, people are going to want to watch this even more just to see how it actually works without him? That's That was my question, too. I thought, how can this continue without him? But I think... I don't know. For me, the introduction of his daughter being older now yeah, and her um, holding on to Rick's python, his gun, and having a little mini katana just made me think, like, dude, where are they going to go with this character? Like, how are they going to build on this? But Carl's hat. She's wearing Carl's hat, dude, as well, dude. Come on. Yeah, and I think, I think it also, for the fact that now they're going in, in a different territory from the comics. The comic, the, you know, before you could, you know, you could probably look it up on Wikipedia. What, yeah. what are they going to do next? You know, they're kind of following the comic book. But now this is outside of where the comic book is at. Now mm-hmm. they're creating original stories. So, you know, b- back then they were kind of tied to what was already there. But now they're kind of free to go ahead and write their own stories. And I think that's why it sort of worked. Because now they're actually telling their own different stories. Sort of like, sort of like Game of Thrones, you know, where, yeah. where they stopped... Uh, because uh, what's his name? George R. R. Martin. George R. 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 Martin doesn't finish his damn books. Yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, that was like he look, he's looking at you right now. Like why? Hey, why? Why? Like he's in a why? he's in like in a in a tub of money. He's like Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> yeah, like, literally like backstrokes in his money. And he's like, why do I have to finish the book? He's like, and uh, you know what? uh, but why? I don't have to. I don't. I don't. I just don't why, have to. Why did we make him Latino? No, I don't know, dude. Because. Wait, wait. I don't have to write this book George, anymore. Because George George R R Martin, fool. That's why. That's why he has two first names. Uh, dude, for sure. I think it's because R R stands for Ricky Romero, dude. Ricky Romero. George <laughs> Ricky, Ricky Romero, Romero Martin. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if our buddy Ricky Romero uh, agrees with that. <laughs> um. Yeah, dude. Uh, I just think that I think it's better now. I think uh, being free from those ties of the comic has made it a better show, I think. And um, I'm hoping that it's back because, dude, those first couple seasons, man, I, I just could not miss it. I loved it. I yeah. watched it, went back, and it was just really good TV. And I think hopefully this is a callback to, to those episodes of being – must watch TV again. So yeah, no doubt. Yeah, definitely, it's funny, dude, because it's like I mean, it was it was like that for us too. But it, it right when that whole Negan, th- I don't think we made it past the like the second half because they cut it in half, right? So like when the when that first half of the Negan uh, season uh, ended, like we just couldn't go. Like I think we saw like one or two episodes of the following of the second half, and uh, it was just really hard to watch. Dude. We just we really didn't. Um, we really didn't take the time to just sit there. Like, we just lost interest in it, dude. And I think for the most part, a lot of people lost interest in it. So um, I am kind of curious now. I saw, I I haven't watched any of this new episode and I probably have to go back to watch like the rest of the other stuff that I've missed just to kind of make sense of it all. I saw a picture of like Negan with like a big old gray beard. So I'm like, how the heck did that freaking happen? So I know there's a lot that we've missed. Um, but I will say that you know, um, I had already given up on the show, but just seeing Judith Grimes, like the way that they just kind of like constructed that character with the mini katana, with the gun, with the with the hat, and like 
just like that situation that they put in the, her introduction to the show uh, was actually pretty sweet. So that in and of itself was enough to kind of draw me back in. So now I'm like curious, like, okay, I kind of want to kind of want to check this out more. So. I don't know, dude. Check it out. <clears throat> check it out. I think I might. <laughs> Excuse me. I think I I think you'll like it. I mean, it, it, the episodes have been really good, so check it out. Mm. Hey, it's time for Pick of the Week. Pick of the Week! Brought to you by uh, Sparklets Water, which I need to drink right now. <laughs> <laughs> I know what's up with my throat. It's always good to just refresh. Right. That's why I kept sounding every time I came to the mic. Like, it's like my throat. <clears throat> so sorry about that, fellas. Uh, I thought you were just doing a freaking Marlon Brando, dude. No. Let me tell you about this. <laughs> That's how I sound. That's how I feel like I sounded. Oh, uh, dude. Your Marlon Brando's almost as good as your freaking Mark Wahlberg, dude. I'm just going to say that right now. So uh, over this weekend, we, we have a a friend of ours from our church that um, is uh, is going to be applying uh, at a hospital in Boston because he's like a neurologist. Oh, dang. And, uh, or he's been studying to be a neurologist. And he's like, oh, he's going to go, uh, go probably be a doctor in Boston. And I'm like, hey, I'll teach you how to speak <laughs> in a Boston accent. <laughs> and I said, get in my car. And then I said, oh, it's a transformer. <laughs> That's all. Awesome. That's it. You're done. <laughs> That's all you need to know, dude. That's all. That's all, That's all. you need to know. For the time when the transformer shows up, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. there it is. Get That's right. Do so you have a pick? I'm gonna show you my pick if you want. Yeah, go ahead, dude. <laughs> I'm gonna show you my pick. Ooh, it's pick. getting kind of steamy in here, dude. Uh, this Friday, a um, film exclusive to Netflix comes out, starring Chris Pine, called Outlaw. King. Dude, oh, yes. I want to watch I that. I see so the trailer bad. for that? Yeah, dude, it looks so good. It's uh, the story of Robert the Bruce. Yep. Look at that trailer. Look it, look it, look it. Thinking about revenge. Where's Robert? Where's your husband? It tears at the soul. Where's your brother? But it can also be a weapon. I'm done with running and I'm sick of hiding. Power is making decisions. And whatever course you are charting, I choose you. My husband. We need to unite Scotland. Robert the Bruce is an outlaw. Any man or woman who would give shelter to him or his ranks is to be executed without trial. The people are desperate for justice. I serve Robert Bruce. Join us to free our land. I have 50 men to fight the strongest dog in the world. This is how we do it. The land back castle by castle. We could fight for God, for country, for family, 
I do not care. So long as you fight! Dude. Dude, for those who for those who may not know or they might uh um why am I blanking on the word? They might recognize the name Robert the Bruce uh because he was in Braveheart. If you guys have I'm pretty sure everyone has seen Braveheart, but uh it's not like a sequel to that movie or anything. It's more of a I guess a spiritual sequel where it's like within the same world, but it's just kind of going off now on his own story. Um, uh, so I think it's like a good companion piece to Braveheart. Uh, and it looks great, dude. Chris Pine, Chris Pine and anything is great, dude. Um, and having him portray this character that I forget what the actor's name who portrayed him in, in Braveheart, but you could tell there was like some conflict there and there was like a lot going on within himself, whether he had to, you know, follow, follow William Wallace or if he had to like, you know, protect his, uh, his uh um his uh what's the word like you know his his claim to you oh. know the mm-hmm. whatever the I, I don't know why I'm blanking on the word but uh there's just a lot going on there so I'm glad that they made something like this and now you can just kind of see like oh where did that character go after that mm-hmm. or like what happened afterwards you know like so this looks great dude it looks so freaking good it looks good dude it, it really it, and and the production value looks like they didn't spare a dime on this it looks like they put some money into this so mm-hmm. it looks legit i think in fact this it's it's on netflix but it's gonna be released in theaters as well too oh is it really yeah oh yeah. dang so i mean i'm not dummy i'm not gonna see it in theaters because i can see it for free right but, for sure uh, i'm kidding no uh I, I but think, i'm sure it's doing that for oscar consideration right probably because i think it needs well, to be you know in the theaters guy who directed this movie directed hell or high water oh really yeah dang did he also write it yep yeah, dude, because that guy—I think he wrote like the Sicario movies too, yes, right? Yes, yes, the same guy. Um, he did Wind River. Um, Have you seen Wind River? Wind River is dope, good. dude. This guy, dude. So he's—he's really—he's legit, dude. Yeah. The guy's legit, and he—he he wrote this as well. So I think this movie—I'm hoping that it'll be great, but it's gonna be my pick of the week because I have confidence it'll be—it'll do well. It's Chris Pine, um, and uh, the story of story of Robert the Bruce, available this Friday on Netflix. Check it out. Nice. Jake? Dude, I'm going to go with uh, something that's already out. I actually came out earlier this week on the 5th, and that's, uh, I lost the name, John Leguizamo's Land History for Morons. Um, it's, uh, Netflix has been putting out a lot. Of, it's like almost like a, a comedy special, like, they put out a comedy special a week or something like that, right? Or I think so. It feels like it. Seems it. like it. Yeah, yeah. They're always putting out these comedy specials, and uh, this week, uh, John Leguizamo has his um and uh for those i mean i believe it's a it's a it's like a one-man show kind yeah, of yeah, yeah 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 um uh, it's not like a true stand-up it's more of a a one-man show broadway type kind of thing right right, right. and i think but i think that's kind of john like was almost style i think a lot of his yes. shows that he does is more there's a lot of like story behind there's a lot of like production that goes into it almost like stage production at least like uh the way his uh stage is set up like you know it's kind of um uh, there's always something going on so i think that's part of the interesting part of it too that there's like yeah it's kind of like a one-man show he's always like putting on like these little like skits and and little stories going on throughout like his entire special um 
and like you know, John Guizamo goes back. We've we've mentioned him on the show before with his House of Buggins stuff, and uh, he uh, has always been he's always been great. But I think there was like a point in time where he kind of got lost a little bit, where you know you kind of didn't really hear about him, and he wasn't really in a lot of movies, and and uh, even the movies that he was in, he wasn't all that great in. But I feel like he's kind of he's kind of had a, like a little bit of resurgence, and. Um, and I think it's great, dude. I freaking love John Leguizamo. So, um, House uh, of will always, always be a classic. It's dude. classic, dude. You go like classic. I go back and watch some of the YouTube clips. Just you know, when we talk about it, I always am compelled to go back and find some of his stuff. If you guys have a chance, go and like look up House of Buggin on YouTube. There's some clips on there. You can tell like a lot of the clips are on there, like all low quality, because this stuff is like it wasn't made in the time of like you know digital anything and of course so it this has, is all off of like some vhs tape or something like it that it's probably our most favorite all-time clip of which we've mentioned on the show a billion times but it's before. just that great dude jim oh my yeah, god yeah yeah you have to start it with that you have to start it like that they're watching <gasps> oh snap the, oh, no they killed yeah. the cop they yell they killed the <laughs> Jim, yeah. Jim, somebody caught both. Yeah. Uh, and forgive me, we're not, probably not. You're probably like, what the hell are these guys talking about? It's yeah, like, dude. It's uh, um, I forget his name, dude. The other, the actor. Um, yeah, he's been. He's he was in Narcos. Uh, yeah, the first season, I think. I can't remember his name, but it's uh, John Leguizamo, um, some other character actor, some skit actor, and then this guy. I can't remember his name right now. Um, he comes out in a lot of movies. He's a yeah. character. He comes out in a lot, of, a lot of movies. They're in a movie theater. They're like they're not your typical um, Star Trek fans. That's what makes it funny. And they're watching. I believe it's Star Trek Generations back when they came out. And in that movie, that movie was famous because it kills off Captain Kirk. It kills off William Shatner. Mm-hmm. And so it comes up to that. And then it was on the news that this was going to happen. And they're in the movie theater. And of course, that famous scene when it happens, and he's like. Oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> oh snap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh snap, son. They killed kill the, the captain. captain. <laughs> no, what? No. Jim. Yeah. <laughs> Jim. Dude, it's so good. And it's again, I feel like this is like the billionth time that we've mentioned this clip. But it's just because it's like it's they so ingrained, I think, in our minds. Uh, it was just that great, dude. It was so unexpected. I think because it's like, you know, like four cholos or whatever watching the Star Trek movie. Something that you wouldn't think, especially back in the day. It was like in the like early 90s or something like that. Uh, back when like I don't know nerddom I guess wasn't really a thing like you know yeah no yeah as Hispanic sure. people we weren't really like that big into like Star Trek and crap like that uh, not not as much as, as I guess as it is now but uh, that's just what made that whole skit work was that it was these like unexpected characters all into uh, yeah. Star Trek there but yeah so if you guys have a chance definitely watch it. Um, uh, it seems like it's very... I haven't seen it yet, but anything John Leguizamo does, I'm usually on board with. So check it out. For sure, dude. For sure, for sure. So, hey, just to well, go back, just to kind of go back a, a bit to what we've talked about, um, Walking Dead is good again. Just maybe, a recap. Maybe. For sure. But it's worth watching, though. Make, make up your own opinion, but definitely go back yeah, and, go watch back and watch it. And our pick of the week... Uh, for for this week is shoot what did I say <laughs> Outlaw King oh, yeah, Outlaw King I forgot dude. Dude. hey dude old age I'm tired dude people don't get old don't get old <laughs> if you have a choice don't get be, old be like Judith just don't age yes dude I'm tired <laughs> <laughs>
be like hey, two, be two years be two years old for like five years. Outlaw King with Chris Pine available on Netflix this hey, Friday. Maybe that's what it is, dude. She's living the same life I did. She was forever five, forever dude. Forever five, dude. Oh, see, only that she was forever two or three. Yeah, she was like more like forever two, dude, for sure. Dude. Uh, and Jay's pick, of course, Jean Leguizamo and the history history of Latin America for morons. Or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was something like that. Hold something up. Like Let me that. look this up really quick. John Leguizamo's Land History for Morons. There it is. Available also on Netflix, guys. And of course, check out our New Tune Tuesday on Thursday. Uh, did I say Adam that right? Cruz. Yeah, New Tune Tuesday on Thursday. That's right. It's Adam Cruz with his EP, Firstborn. Go check it out. Thanks for uh, hanging in there with us, for listening. Uh, go out and check out our social media pages Facebook and Instagram at The Beta Report for The Beta Report this is Jeff this is Jay till next week peace peace